Hello. 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 Okay, going back to normal volume. Hi, uh, welcome to Stuck with Taryn Arnold. I'm your host, Taryn Arnold. Um, boy, when I started this podcast, like two years ago now or something, what did I just say? Mir? What is mir? Um, sounds like Yiddish. Um, well, mir. When I started this podcast two years ago, I I didn't know what I wanted to call it. I kind of had another idea, which I'll get to in a second. But I, I got stuck on calling it stuck because I thought, oh, it's so crazy. People get stuck all the time in different parts of their life, like with their finances or their job or their relationships. And that's something that everyone can agree on. And wouldn't it be cool if I had a podcast where people could, I could interview people in my life or people that are smarter than me, which is no one, <laughs> just kidding, uh, which is everyone and ask them about things that would help other people get unstuck. And I made a joke in the first episode about like, if you're physically stuck, like it wasn't even a good joke now that I'm repeating it. I hate myself that I'm saying this, but I made a joke about like, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like physically stuck, this is not the podcast for you. Um, Mine was more of like an emotional situation. And now I'm like, this, this is that podcast. Like, yo, we, we are literally stuck. Like, we're on lockdown out here, anywhere in the world, really. So no matter where you're listening from, this is relevant to you. I'm a marketing genius. You're stuck. Hate to break it to you, but you ain't moving. And I've been wanting to bring this podcast back for a long time, but I've been really stupidly stuck on the name. <laughs> stuck on the name. I've been stuck on the name and I've been like, oh, do I, you know, do I like it? Do I like that idea? Is it too negative? But then I was like, you know what? There's no better time than in the time of COVID. So just want to thank COVID. This is brought to you by COVID, our sponsor for the rest of the year and probably our lives and life will never be the same. Just kidding. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, but wow. Hi. It's good to be back. I, I don't know what I'm going to do moving forward. I think this is just a moment of creativity that is striking me. And I thought, well, might as well sit down and record. Um and like I said, I, I I think what's been stopping me from coming back to this is doing I, I, just the name. I feel so negative. I'm like, oh, we're all stuck. It just feels like bullshit. Um, and then my original idea for this podcast was to call it, I don't know, but cheers because nobody knows anything and I, but everyone not, likes to drink, you know, and it's not even like likes to drink a drink, but like likes to have coffee, water, tea, mezcal, etc. Like no matter what you're drinking, but like drinking in a little circle, if you will, or drinking with someone, there's some sort of solidarity in it. Like, hey, cheers, we're both having water. We are hydrating. Or hey, cheers, we're both having a little mezzy, which is how the cool kids say mezcal. And I don't know, there's something special about it. So that's kind of, regardless of if I change the name of this podcast to, I don't know, but cheers, that is the heart behind it. It is meant to be listened to with a drink in hand, whether you're driving, maybe you are commuting to work in normal life, not in COVID life, uh, and you've got a little coffee on you, that's great. Not physically on you, because that would hurt, but on your person. 
I love when people say that on your person. Um, no, maybe you got, you got a little coffee. Maybe it's nighttime and you're having a little tea or a little wine, whatever it is. This podcast is meant to be listened to with a drink in hand. So today we're going to talk about COVID, talk about how it's been for me and the things I've learned and from, from everyone, not just from me, but the things I've learned from reading and from friends and from blah, 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 to kind of keep myself afloat. Um, but it can't, we can't have this conversation if you don't have a drink. So please pause right now. I'll wait. Hello. Oh, I didn't even tell you why you were pausing. Pause to get a drink, whatever you want. May it be water, may it be wine. May Jesus turn your water to wine. <laughs> Cute. Uh, grab a drink, pause, go. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> cool. So I'd like to have this moment to cheers together. Um, you know what? If you're actually drink in hand listening to this, whatever the drink is, would you take a picture of yourself? Cheersing me? I don't know how you're going to do that. Maybe it's a boomerang situation and you put it on like your Instagram stories. I don't know, but tag me. I want to see it. I want to see that we are out here having a little drink together. And together we say, yay, cheers. <laughs> oh my God. Did that sound as cute as it did for me? Cause it was cute. Um, lovely. Well, Hey, thanks for having a drink with me. This time of life is really crazy. I want to talk a little bit about how life has been for me on quarantine. Let me take a drink first. I'm drinking wine, by the way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wine brought to you by wine. No wine brought to you by grapes. <laughs> Hash use the code grapes. 19 whatever I've been alone for a while you know um yeah I'm gonna quickly give you like the background of what what's been going on on my quarantine and then I'm gonna give you some tips I think I've got like uh six six or so that help that have helped me and hopefully will help you um my time in quarantine has been really weird uh for those of you who don't know I have a job and I live in San Francisco, and I came down to LA for my girlfriend's birthday, uh, and then two days later, we got quarantined. So I have been mostly in LA for the last, oh my God, month. Whoa. It's basically been a month now, uh, and living at her house, and it's been so great. Um, it's also been so bad. <laughs> like, it's all of it, right? And I think that's kind of the the thing to take like solace in is knowing solace I think that's right I don't know take solace I think it's solace I'll look it up after uh but that's the thing that like I think is keeping me calm is knowing that everyone is going through all of it at once it's like good and bad and lovely and awful like for me you know I am fairly I've known my girlfriend for years like we've known each other for I think four or five years now but we've only been dating since November and you know going from long distance dating to like living together during a pandemic has been a mood and a half and it's been amazing and I I honestly am so thankful for it it's like a crash course in getting to know each other but it's also a crash course in getting to know each other. So it's its own kind of devil. And I'm glad. It's like, it's been really 
interesting to see two different people learn to cope and try to find like what works and what doesn't. Um, for me, like, God, I've been overeating and like bad shit. Like I'm like a bad shit, not bat shit. But also I've been eating like bat shit crazy. So that works too. Like I'm eating like I'm in college, like just cheese its And then when I'm done with cheese its it's like, I guess I'll have cereal. It's like, I'm just like on a crunch diet. That's all like no physical crunches are happening but any food with a little extra crunch is just making its way into my body I'm also just like drinking liquids all day no matter what it is it's like I'm just downing water or downing emergency or downing wine like there's just no I'm just not stopping so I'm peeing all the time which is probably probably good I don't know if that's anything out of the ordinary um but then you go from like this is so fun I'm having so much fun how, how many times have I wanted to just be locked up and like, <laughs> that sounds weird, but you know what I mean? How many times do, do I wish that I didn't have to do anything else and that I didn't have to get dressed up for work and I didn't have to like see coworkers or I didn't have to, you know, like cancel plans. I could just be at home with people that I like and like work on my own speed and watch movies when work is done and like I don't know it, it, the idea of it is really lovely and then when you throw in like mm, I don't know say like a pandemic it kind of loses all of its fun uh when you think about it so some days I'm like this is the best and then other days I'm like oh my god this is not by choice and that is horrifying and then I'm like well maybe it's kind of cool. Maybe it'll be a cool story one day. And then I'm like, unless I have no one to tell the story to, cause I die. And then I'm like, but what if I die? Then someone can have all my riches, which maybe that would be nice for them. And then I'm like, oh, but I don't have riches, you know? So it's just kind of like, it's like a whole, it's like a cycle of just like good to bad all the time. And I'm getting comfy in that, you know? And I think, I've been talking to a ton of my friends and trying to figure out how to like find a middle ground of the of the good and the bad. I think that's the goal here is like I'm like I'm doing this with my hands it's but you can't see it because it's a podcast but like I love that I just explained that to you. Cool Taryn. Uh, but it's like the highs are way high and the lows are so low that like it's really hard and inconsistent and and like just difficult to find a middle ground um and I feel like I'm just swinging from like happy to stressed just constantly and I think what I've been trying to find and what I'm these tips that I'm kind of going to share with you are things that that have helped me just narrow like bring my hands together a little bit and like narrow the swings so that I can hopefully get out of this like a better person and a happier person and a healthier person which I think is kind of all you can ask for. Uh, so fun. Without further ado, uh, here are some things that have been helping me. I'll go through, I don't know, what do I have? I just wrote them out of my iPad like really messily, but I think there's about six. Six six tips for life in a, in fucking COVID. I don't know if that's not, that, that's probably bad for SEO because it's like that'll never, what if it never happens again? Six tips for, for, when you're stuck inside because there's a massive pandemic and no one can talk to each other without masks. That's better. Number one, consume things wisely. Whoa, I cannot express this enough. 
Uh, I actually was listening to a, a a thing this morning, a workout class on Instagram, and I just popped in because I love the instructor. I wasn't even doing the workout, but uh, he said, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And I know that's so right from a anxiety perspective. Like if I'm like, oh my God, my foot hurts. I'm going to think about it all day. Then like my foot is going to be throbbing. There's no way around it. And I think people don't realize that when it comes to what they're consuming. So when you're looking at the news or when you're looking at, I don't know, trash TV or you're reading a book or you're learning a language, like your whole being gets thrown there and your whole energy goes there and whatever it is that you're learning gets bigger, which is a good thing if it's good stuff. And it's a bad thing if it's bad stuff. And that's why so many people are like, don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. But that's not even what I mean. I don't mean go, don't watch the news. I just mean watch your consumption and choose things wisely based on how it's making you feel and what you need. Like maybe, like maybe trash TV is really useful to distract you. And some people are like, don't waste your time with trash TV. I'm kind of like, no, if, if that's the thing that stops you from worrying about like the state of the world, I think that's okay. And people are like, why don't you read books instead? Oh, I don't know who these people, these like angry rioters are in my head, but let's say there were people that were like, hey, go, yeah, read a book. I'm like, maybe reading a book right now and trying to like learn something isn't the answer because it is throwing my head into like too focused of a space where I'm actually just letting my mind run and I'm thinking of all the scary things. And again, trash TV or cooking shows or learning a language is the only thing that's actually engaging my mind enough to get my mind off of it and put it into something useful. Um, Yeah, I'm just saying don't be too judgy of like what it is that you're turning to right now. Unless it's like drugs. I obviously don't do that. But like, I don't know, unless it's like drugs that you need. Whoa. I'm learning so much from myself. Um, no, but you know what I mean. Just consume things wisely. Think twice. Like, really watch it because where your energy or where your focus is going, your energy is going, and it can get a little dicey and get a little dicey. That's like rule of thumb with health anxiety. It's like, you know, don't talk yourself into having symptoms that you don't have, says the queen of health anxiety. Number two. So that's one, consume things wisely. Two, move your body, girl. Move your body, girl. Make the fitness go. Seriously, move your body as often as you can, even if it's little movements, even if it's like get up, do two push-ups, even if it's like I'm gonna, I don't think I've moved in like a half hour or five hours. I'm gonna just take a little lap around my living room. Sis, do it like move as much as you can your body needs it so bad like we're not meant to be sat like this it's just not it um and one of my like favorite thoughts to keep at the forefront is that mood follows action it's not the other way around like action doesn't follow mood mood follows action and so what you need to do i think when you're feeling stuck or sad or stressed is to do something you need to change your surroundings you need to change your body position you need to change what you're watching you need to change something and your mood will follow that and I know that's really hard when you're stressed and scared and like stuck in a little rut but I promise you try it a few times the next time you get a little down stand up like do 10 jumping jacks or give yourself a high five I don't know it can be the dumbest shit ever 
but I promise your mood will follow it. Smile. They say you can fake it till you make it. You can sit there and smile and you really like trick your brain into thinking that you're happy. And I know that sounds dark as fuck, but guys, we got to do whatever we can. You know what I'm saying? So here's me smiling. (laughs) You couldn't even hear it. I'm gonna have a drink. Cheers. Cheers me. (laughs) God, that sound, you guys. It's beautiful. Number three, find a habit system or a productivity system that works for you. So I know Cam and I have talking, been talking a ton about like how productivity, the lack of it or having a ton of it or whatever can like really change the way you feel about yourself. And it can be really dangerous in times like this where you might not be feeling as productive as possible and you and maybe your environment isn't setting you up for that like you're like in a weird spot like working from your couch because you don't have a desk and like your sibling is annoying the shit out of you in the corner or your partner or your spouse is like just there and you're like I can't do and I can't do it when you're here I can't do this stuff when you're here um it can be really hard to stay productive and stay motivated and two things that I found that have been really useful for me um one I haven't really tried it too much but it's been really cool the last few days is I've been reading this book about um tiny habits which is like the basic philosophy behind it is that if you set yourself up for too big of a goal you're setting yourself up for failure um both emotionally and like within the habit itself and so instead like focus on small tiny things that you can do which is basically what I talked about to the last point um that can that can make you that can like give you instant gratification and make you feel proud and you can do them so often because they're not tiring that you're doing them often and you're kind of like setting yourself up and giving yourself momentum to move forward so an example of tiny habits are like uh the guy talks about in the book every time he goes pee he does two push-ups where it's like that's so easy it takes seven seconds you go pee multiple times a day and then at the end of the day, what? You're doing like 15 push-ups. Maybe you look a little, you look a little shreddy Eddie, a little shreddy Freddy, a little shreddy Teddy. And you're like, hey, that's paying off. Maybe I'm going to do three push-ups now every time that I go pee and so forth. Another one he says is um, when he first wakes up, he puts both his feet on the ground and says, today is going to be an amazing day. And he says it every day and he tells people to try it for a month. Say it every single day when you put your feet on the ground. Um And your brain just, it takes your brain into a really different space and it is so simple. Again, it's like, what, seven words? Today is gonna be a great day. I don't know, I tried to count, but I don't have enough fingers, I guess. Um, And it's so simple and it just changes the way that you're thinking so like subconsciously. Um, And yeah, I think there are tons of little tiny habits that you can make and things that you can do that are more tiered or more like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More whatever to your goals, specific to your goals. Cool, thanks. Thank you to the silent person that was like specific, catered. Um, You're the best. Thanks. But yeah, so that's one. Tiny habits can be interesting too. Um, The MIT like format is pretty interesting, which is like the most important things. So uh, I know I'm like a to-do list person. And at the beginning of most days, I sit down and write just like a shit ton of stuff. And the MIT kind of format is to choose the most important thing or two things probably no more than three that you can do that day that would make you feel super, super accomplished. So not like all the little things that you turn to when you don't want to do the big thing, but the one big thing that you're like, God, if I did this today, I'd be 
super proud, um, then that's your daily MIT. That's your most important thing. And if you kind of take all of your tasks that you write out and then sort them by priority and choose one that is the thing, maybe this is my week's MIT or this is like Monday and Tuesday, this is the thing I have to do. It'll make you feel so much better because you're not just filling your time with just the little things and you're actually seeing the one thing that you know will make you feel so much better about completing. Um, So yeah, that's tiny habits and MIT. Okay, we're moving into the last three. The first three were consume things wisely. Two, move your body. Three, find a system that works for you. Four, this is basic, sis. You need to see people's faces. You got to see people's faces like in real time. You need to see people react to things. So this doesn't mean go on Instagram and like scroll and look through stories and like go on TikTok and just like dick around. Like that's not the same as seeing someone looking at you, which being seen right now feels really, really good. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say that in any other way other than if you sit there and just look at somebody looking back at you, you're like, we are here together and this is weird at least we're here together. Um, so you got to try things. You got to Zoom people. Like Zoom is, I'm basically just going to say a bunch of different things you can try. There's Zoom. Um, there is FaceTime. There is House Party. There's like Netflix Party where you can like watch movies at the same time, I guess. Um, whatever it is, you just have to find a way to find a shared experience. And if you're not the type that loves to talk and just sit there and be like, oh God, is my nightmare to have you looking at me that's okay. Like find something else that you can do that is as connecting to you. Maybe that's like getting on like a discord chat or something or, uh, playing games over zoom. So it's less about you sat talking to someone and more about you like connecting and playing whatever it is. Like you need to find ways to be super present with the people that you love and the people you care about because everyone is craving it. Like I'm on so many zoom calls and FaceTimes and whatever every day between work and friends that it just makes it feel a little less lonely. Actually a lot less lonely. I'll go out and say it. Um, and I'm FaceTiming people I'd never FaceTime. Like I'm like, Ooh, I have hot goss. I'm going to text this person that I'm like, actually, I want to see it. I want to see what they say. I want to see what they look like when I say it. And then I'm like, 30 minutes into a conversation and I'm like, damn, this is fun. I should like see people's faces more often. Um, okay. That's number four. See faces. Uh, two, last two. Number five is collect good things. So this is like an anxiety 101 tip. It is very normal and easy to catastrophize things in your past. Like that's just where your brain goes. It takes a bad thing and makes it way worse than it was. And it takes good things and makes them way, way like smaller than they actually were. Um, And one way to combat this is to like physically collect things that you know make you happy. So some people call this like a smile file where um, if they get a really sweet text from a friend or a good email or someone on Slack at work says something really positive about you, they take a screenshot put it in a file or a folder or whatever and say, Hey, this is my smile file. I'm going to look at this when I like need a little, a little love. Um, highly recommend trying something like this. Some, some ways that I do this is I'm like, obviously a big, uh, like not obviously, but I collect a lot of things like in physical boxes. I have like lots of old cards. Some could call it hoarder being a little hoarder, a hoarder. Hey, um, cute. 
some can call it being a hoarder, but I'm more like, you know what? I just like to collect shit because I know what makes me happy and what I'm going to want to keep and look at later. So yes, you can physically collect like cards and movie stubs from all those days we used to go out to movies. Wow. Um, or you can do it digitally. Like uh, I use journaling apps called Day One um, or there's a journaling app called Journal that's really good for this where sometimes at the end of the day, I'll just say a few like highlights, like three things that really stood out to me that I want to remember. And when I'm having a tough day, I'll go back and be like, oh, I didn't even remember that I like played cards with my mom and that was really cute. And we talked about Cami, or we talked about like my job and it was a really special small moment. Those are really easy things to forget. Um, Wow, I'm just like running through this. I'm going to take another drink. Every time I take it, I cheers. It's cute. It's very good wine. Um, other ways to collect stuff that don't seem like collecting things, but that I think are like sneaky collections are like liking tweets or liking TikToks. <laughs> I always go back and look at my liked TikToks and like, they're only things that I like. It's never like going through a feed where you're just scrolling and this is stupid and that's stupid and I don't want to see this and blah, blah, blah. This guy annoys me, whatever. If you go through only your liked stuff, damn, it is gold. It is your personal version of gold. It's like your Pinterest of content. Um, so you can use things like Pinterest, Tumblr, liked tweets, whatever it is. Um, sometimes I just scroll through my own Instagram because that's like things that I know that I like because I posted them, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So I think what I'm trying to say is like collecting good things is super important, but also sitting in them and like looking at them and remembering when life was a little bit different than it is right now. Obviously this doesn't just apply to like coronavirus. <laughs> this is just life. When things are tough, these are things that you can do. And uh, there's some psychologist, I think his name's Rick, Rick Hansen. That sounds right. It's also very basic, so I could have made it up, but I think it's Rick Hansen who talks about how, like I said earlier, your brain naturally remembers bad things and it forgets good things. And when you experience a good thing, whether it's like the smallest, littlest thing in the world, like, oh my God, that person just told me that my shoes were cute. You should literally close your eyes and sit there for 10 seconds and think about what it felt like when they told you that. Remember them, remember the moment, remember what they were wearing. Like, oh my gosh, this blonde 90-year-old woman. That'd be sick if she was blonde at 90. Let's make it more realistic. This gray-haired 90-year-old woman just stopped me in line when I was getting my prescription and said, your shoes are super cute. That felt so good that she like took the time out of her day to do that. Honestly, that was a fake story and I'd feel so emotional about it. <laughs> that was good job, Taryn. Um, but like the, that is how you retrain your brain to start to give more weight to like the little positive moments the same way that you give too much weight to the bad moments. Um, so try to do things like that. Collect good things. Think about them. And then last, number six, basic as fuh, is remember to breathe. I know it's stupid, but you have to breathe through this. Like, and I say that because I'm talking to myself. <sighs> I find that I hold my breath a lot. Like literally, this isn't a big metaphor, but I'm sure it will turn into one. Um, I'm holding my breath all the time out of stress. Like I'm just not breathing. And then 
when I remember or when my body's like, hey, sis, let's breathe. I'll start catching my breath again and it'll be really tight. <laughs> like I'll be like, oh my God, why am I like, why am I gasping for air right now? And then I get freaked out that I'm gasping for air. And if I would have just been a little more conscious of the present moment and like took a second to breathe through each moment, it would have been a lot easier on me. Like I wouldn't have to rebound by gasping for air. Um, That's kind of, I guess, like I said, a, a larger metaphor for all of this, which is that staying present, staying right where you are and looking at what's in front of you, not what's going on in the news and what's going on around you and across the seas and whatever it is, like remember to just stay right where you are and be thankful for what you have right now to try to overly focus on the things that are good, um, to watch what you consume and to do little things throughout the day to move your body and see faces of people that you love, like do whatever you can to just remind yourself to be right here because that is all that there is. You are just right here right now. Um, tomorrow doesn't exist. Yesterday doesn't exist. Like literally one second, two seconds, three seconds. That is it. That is all that there is. And there's something really really calming about that it feels like you're going through a tunnel when you when you come back to that um I think there are like moments to to zoom out and look at the bigger world and remembering that like oh my gosh there's so much happening it's so beautiful the what are the odds that I'm here and like uh, you know me I love to get into the that side of things too but there's also time a time and a place to remember and to zoom in and to just look at what what is directly in front of you like right now, I'm just looking at this microphone that I've been talking into for, I don't know how long I've been here. And it's so pretty. And I'm thinking, how the hell did someone make this or design this? Like, and and I, I, like, I'll be honest, I'm probably going to end this podcast right in a few seconds. And then I'm going to look at this little microphone for a little bit longer. And that's going to pass the time. And I'm going to feel grateful for whoever designed this, whoever drew it out. I'm going to feel grateful for whoever was like, hey, I'm going to mold this mesh around it like this so that people can hear other people more clearly so that they can tell stories or they can give advice or that they can record music or blah, 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 whatever it is. And and that's something I would have never done if I wasn't zoomed into the moment right now. And I highly, highly recommend that you do that too. Be right here. That's all that there is. We're going to get through this. It's really weird. There's a lot of weird shit going on right now. It's really sad. Some of you may be like super affected. It may be in your home. It may be affecting your loved ones. Someone you know might have passed away. Like you may have lost your job. I don't know. And I'm so sorry if any of that happened to you or will happen. Like I'm truly so sorry. And I hope that if you are experiencing those things, you tell your story you share it with other people. You remind us to be patient and kind and loving. Um, and I hope that if none of that stuff has happened to you, you do the same because you have no idea what other people are going through. And you remember to guard your time and your space and your thoughts like gold because that is all you have. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to say that because we're all kind of stuck. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know, I was just sitting there looking at my goals for the year and how I wanted to bring back this podcast and just thought, nah, I don't know that I like love the idea of it anymore and thought, well, I'm literally stuck with it right now and I'm stuck inside. (laughs) 
I should probably do something about it. So I kind of zoomed into the day, poured myself a little glass of wine, sat down on the floor of my parents' house in Palm Springs, and clicked record, and it was fun. I had a good time. I hope you had a good time, too. Um, How do I end this? I don't know. It's been so long since I recorded a podcast. I guess I'm supposed to say, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Please comment on iTunes. That's what I'm just like parroting what other people say. If you comment on iTunes, it really means a lot to us. So please do that. And I actually do mean that. I guess podcasts get like way better ratings and get seen by people uh, through like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, the little rating system. So head there and do that. That would make me feel really good. Um, But yeah, more importantly, share it with a friend or share it with someone that you think it could help or make them laugh or... If you just want to torment someone's ears, <laughs> send it to them. If you think that the podcast should come back full time, let me know. I think that that would be fun. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I just need a little push. So maybe you could be that push, you know? Let's do one final cheers before we get off. Um, I'm cheersing. Oh, God. It doesn't get old. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Um, and I love you. Thanks for listening to Stuck. I will see you around. Well, I'll see you on the internet. I'm not seeing any of you people in real life. Mark my words. Because of coronavirus, not because I don't like you. But also, I don't know you. You know? Okay. I love you. <laughs>